Welcome to the Respectful Divorce Podcast. If you're considering a divorce, it's important to know that you have options for how you divorce. On the Respectful Divorce Podcast, we explore those options and provide advice from divorce professionals. On today's edition of the Respectful Divorce Podcast, we're talking with members of Collaborative Divorce Kansas City, uh, and joining us today are Elizabeth Hill, an attorney in the Kansas City area, and Melissa Ellis, a divorce financial professional in the Kansas City area. Uh, Thank you both for joining us today. You're welcome, Tim. Thank you for having us. So let's just kind of begin with the with a simple question. The collaborative divorce process is a different way of handling a divorce. What attracted you to this process? Elizabeth? So for me, um, it was actually just more of a a personal decision. I had been a litigator and I'd been in litigation for about 15 years at the time. I had children at home and I was burning the candle at both ends. And I felt like I had nannies raising my children because I was working all the time. I was starting to impact me physically, my health. And I just woke up one day and said, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not litigating. And I was already I was already mediating some, but not a lot. And I just started exploring other areas. And it was kind of that time that this collaborative was coming out. And you heard about it in California with Pauline Tesler. And, and I just thought, this is something I want to explore and, and check into. Because if this is how I feel being the lawyer, I can't imagine really what the client feels like when it's their life. Yeah. And I'm like, there's got to be a better way. Yeah. And Melissa, for you, what attracted you to this process? So I truly believe that you need a team to support you when you go through a divorce. When I got divorced, I trusted my attorney that he knew everything from taxes to finances to everything legal. And he didn't. And I found that out later. And I wasn't a CDFA or a CFP yet. So that made me want to make sure that people had the right resources when they were going through a divorce. I'm also a trained mediator. And I would tell everyone, yeah, we can figure out the finances, but you also need an attorney at some point to write the documents. They need to file it. You know, I can't do that. That requires an attorney. But beyond that, the collaborative process also offers that support with the divorce coach. And that is so important, that emotional support, because there are so many decisions that are being made that I think that helps ease um you know, that that burden of making some of those decisions. If you have someone that's trained in a true mental health professional, just to help you get through that transition. So I, I truly believe in that team approach. And I think it's um, the best way to get divorced. So what makes it better? I mean, you talked about the team, Melissa, but 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 it, it, are there are there aspects of how you get to the settlement that make this a better process? I think having that open communication between all the professionals, because we're in a six-way meeting. So you have each attorney, you have the mental health professional, that's the divorce coach, and you have the financial neutral that's there. So if there's a question, does this make sense financially? You have the financial neutral that can answer the question right away rather than, well, go talk with your CPA or go talk to your financial advisor and then come back and then have somewhat of a decision what you want to do. You don't have all that back and forth. We're all right there. If it's a question of somebody's just stressed out and having trouble making that decision, they can have a little sidebar with the um, divorce coach and kind of talk through it. And if it's a legal question, they have their attorney there saying, yeah, this is a good thing for you. 
you know, let's let's do this. And I think it condenses those that decision making and that process so that we're all around the table together. And I think it helps um, make it less stressful and makes it happen a little bit quicker. Elizabeth, as somebody who's who's really been through the divorce wars, if you would, uh, when you go to the through a litigated process, uh, how is this different from the kind of wars that get fought? Well, you know, I when I think about when I was litigating, you know, you would get ready for a trial and you spent all this time and all this money on interrogatories and depositions and document productions, and you prepare your trial notebooks and you go to court and nine times out of 10, you would end up settling the case in the hallway of the courthouse. And, you know, at the time I'm thinking this, okay, we got it done. This is great. I look back on that now and I think how in the world could anyone be making good decisions with that kind of pressure in a hallway with a calculator? I mean, I just look back and I just think that is just so, that's just so crazy. You know, we're in collaborative it's so, there's so much time that's spent reviewing, discussing, exploring options. Both parties get to hear what the other is saying. We get to hear the goals and interests of both parties. And we're constantly listening and reflecting on what everyone's saying and, and thinking to come to a resolution that's well thought out. It's at, it's when your state of mind is the, probably the best that it's going to be, right, with your coach. Um, you know, to make these decisions. And and I'm always amazed at the creativity that comes out of a collaborative case. You know, you always think, oh, I would never have thought about that. I like that. And it's so tailored to the couple, to their children. Um, you know, a case that Melissa and I just had tremendous creativity on the financial piece because they were right at the cusp of retirement. And Melissa and I, you know, we were looking at social security benefits and the timing and how can we maximize where they're going to be for retirement at this critical moment, which would not have happened, I don't think, in a litigation case, in a trial. You know, I just don't think it would have happened that way. And, and the reason for that is because, because it's positional. Is that right? Because you take a position? Litigation is positional, totally positional. It's like it's like two parallel ships going down the ocean, right? I'm with wife and I represent her and I've got really blinders on to what's happening on the other side and vice versa with husband, husband's attorney, you know, blinders on, totally focused on your client only. We're in collaborative. We're looking at their goals and interests individually, collectively for their children and creating an outcome that's the most supportive for everyone in the family. And that is one of the first things that you do. Is that correct, Melissa? Of, of let's let's talk about those goals and interests and establish what those are. And then you keep coming back to them throughout the process. Is that right? Exactly. And it is possible to make sure that each one's goals are met. And but we also have that um, that camaraderie among the professionals that when we realize that maybe a goal isn't the best for one party, that we can all say, look, this really isn't the best solution. And a lot of times that surrounds who should keep the house. And a lot of times 
wife wants to keep the house, but it's not always the best solution. And so we can explore those options, like Elizabeth was saying, that we can say, okay, what if what if it was like this? What if it's like that? Does this work? What if we sell the house in two years? Gives you time to transition out. Sometimes we can come up with those different solutions. I think that makes it just a little more gentler and kinder divorce. I, I've heard it said that one of the things about a collaborative uh, uh, agreement or settlement at the end um, is that it's more durable. It lasts in a way that litigation probably doesn't. Uh, Elizabeth, is that is that accurate or can a litigated divorce settlement really last? So I would I would just say with my own practice, I I cannot recall, and I've been doing collaborative work for 15 years, a case that post-divorce on some sort of a modification or adjustment to like a parenting plan or something went to court. Um, one of the things that we um, promote and emphasize for couples doing collaborative divorce is that your divorce coach is always with you. So when your divorce is over, your divorce coach probably knows you better than any of us because the coach has spent time with both parties and really work to support them emotionally for the divorce, develop their parenting plan for them. And we say, if there is something happening with your parenting plan, go back to your coach. Your coach can assist you navigate through, maybe something needs to be tweaked or modified. You know, we encourage you to stay in the collaborative process. And I, we hear from our coaches they do come back to their coaches and sometimes they never call us as a lawyers. They just go back, which that's great. That's what we want. They go back to the coach, tweak whatever's going on. A lot of times it doesn't even have to do with modifying their parenting plan. It's something else. It's a communication issue. It's a decision-making issue. They work through it and away they go. So we're doing this interview in advance of divorce with respect week. Um, and, and the, the term divorcing with respect or divorcing with dignity um, kind of describes the collaborative process. But what does that what does that really mean? What does it mean to divorce with respect and dignity? OK, um, I think that divorce with respect means you might not be married anymore, but you're still a family. If you have children, you're definitely a family forever. So because there will be grandchildren, you're going to want to be at events together. And if you can go in, if you have divorced with respect, you have respect for the other person, although you may not be in love with them anymore or not married to them, but you respect them that that is the mother of your children or the father of your children, and that you do want to participate with them together in family events down the road and not have that friction or have people say, well, we invited Sue, so we can't invite Bob. You don't want that. I think that's really the, the goal is so that, you know, once you're married, even though you're not married anymore, you're still a family. And what I would add to that, Tim, is there's the respect for the couple, but there's also the respect for legal counsel and the team. You know, litigation can get very snarky and dicey and, you know, attorneys take on the energy of their client oftentimes. Um, and in this process, I know Melissa mentioned earlier modeling in our camaraderie, but there's also the respect for the process and, and the respect that we show each other, both professionals, the attorneys, our coach, our neutral, financial neutral. And we feel like we're modeling 
respect in the process and asking, well, you know, if Melissa, what, what do you think? What are your thoughts on some ideas about the financial or if my opposing counsel? Well, you know, what are, what are you thinking on? What are some ideas on the house? And we're all thoughtfully kind, kind words, respect, engaging. Which, which brings us back to Melissa's early point about the team, the importance of the team. Oh. We love our teams in Kansas City. Yes, that, that the, the, the team is working toward the goals that the clients have put out. Would that be accurate? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. The other thing I've I, that I've also had heard some people say is it's also about having respect for yourself at the end of the process. That that you may mm-hmm. go through an, a litigated divorce process and. Uh, you may not be very proud of how you behaved after it's all over. Right. You're right. I hadn't thought about that aspect of it, but you're right. You're so right, Tim. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Respect for yourself. Because people can be their best. People can be their best at a trying time. And we do say that we want to create a safe environment, container, support for you to be your, your best, functioning at your best at a time in your life that you never envisioned happening. So Divorce with Respect Week is coming up March 4th through 8th. And uh, it's an opportunity for people to do a uh, initial consultation or conversation with a divorce professional, whether it be an attorney or a financial professional or a mental health professional. Um, How should someone prepare to do that kind of uh, conversation with one of you uh, particularly from the aspects of your areas of expertise? So in, in our practice group in Kansas City, we we view the, the consult in two ways. One is just an initial consult to understand the process. And in that, we are, our, the position of our group is that we would describe all the options that would be available to somebody considering divorce. Do-it-yourself, mediation, collaborative divorce, or litigation. That's a 20, 30 minute conversation, high level procedural. And we get a lot of calls for that. And actually we started doing that after Divorce with Respect Week a couple of years ago, just sharing with people the concept because a lot of people have heard of it, they don't know what it means. And even when you try to describe it, sometimes it seems confusing. So there's that consult versus one that they're calling and saying, I wanna do collaborative. I wanna talk to you about being my collaborative attorney and I want to understand the process. And that one, that consults may be more involved because you're also giving some legal advice, probably. You're talking about support and division of assets and that type of thing. Um, and what I would say to someone thinking about a consult in that context is jot down your questions. Like, what questions do you have? What keeps you awake at night when you think about getting divorced? Because I find that when you start talking to someone, they lose their train of thought because they're nervous. You know, they're nervous. This is a huge decision that they're thinking about making. And they often forget the questions that they want to ask you. So I say, jot it down, jot down what you're thinking. And then we'll kind of go from there. I I always just start out the conversation by saying, what do you want? What questions could I answer for you? What keeps you awake at night? And we kind of go from there. I don't have a scripted conversation of what I'm going to share with them. Um, cause I want to hear from them. Well, anything to add to that, Melissa? Yeah. So of course, as a financial neutral, um, I 
want to know what their finances are. So I have a list of documents I ask them to uh, gather. And if they can provide those at the beginning of the process, then we can see if there are liabilities that we need to work with and what are the assets. You know, is is it very involved? You know, is there executive compensation that we need to, you know, really pull apart and really see what that looks like down the road? Or is it a fairly simple case that um, is not too complicated, put it that way, that we can all just talk about? Um, but starting with pulling together the most recent statements, tax returns, those types of things, um, that's that's a great way to get started so that you're prepared to start the process. All right. Well, Divorce with Respect Week is coming up March 4th through 8th. Uh, Elizabeth and, and Melissa, we appreciate you both being with us today. Uh, people can learn more about collaborative divorce in the Kansas City area uh, by going to your website. And what is your website? CollaborativePracticeKansasCity.com. Okay. And we will put a link to that in the show notes. Uh, once again, thank you for being with us today. Uh, this reminder, Divorce with Respect Week is March 4th through 8th. For more information, go to divorcewithrespectweek.com where you can sign up to get a free consultation during Divorce with Respect Week. This is Tim Crouch reminding you that collaborative divorce is a better way to untie the knot.